Hi. Hello. Hi. Hi, hi. Yeah, welcome back to the Overthinkers podcast. Yep. Welcome. Yeah. Yeah, so today we're going to be tackling the issue of personal style when you have a Nigerian mother. And I say Nigerian mother very loosely. <laughs> because I don't think our fathers our fathers express their dissatisfaction with our personal styles to our mothers. Yeah. <laughs> make them the mouthpiece. Or or just not to be against the mother. They just agree whatever. Yeah. So yeah, actually. Yeah, I have it. Have a testimony to that. <laughs> so is it an agreement or they make it known? But I think my father is just very different because it's so savage. So my sister and I have very full heads of natural hair. So there are days whereby because natural hair and the curls is like my mom says it's a struggle. <laughs> and she wonders why we put ourselves through it. But the thing is that she cost it. So she didn't relax her hair for like bulk of her childhood. The first time I think I relaxed my hair was in primary six, and in less than 12 months after that, I cut it off and gone back natural. I was natural all of secondary school, and then uni, I relaxed the hair and I hated it. Jesus, it was horrible. Then I went back natural. But the curls take like, they are very, and that's explain it, it's like an extension of a child having natural hair. So they are like protective styles that you have to do in order to be able to help you style it better. So this morning, my sister has her hair in like, 10 sections of calabar start to stretch so that she can pack it properly to church tomorrow but she's okay with going out with you today because it's it's presentable it's decent enough and my dad goes you don't have money for salon again <laughs> 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 do you know the man the man sometimes will just go please take money and go oh and do hair God. i don't understand what's going on with you and we collect the money with joy because we are shameless <laughs> and we don't make any hair because we just can't be bothered because this year, I made my hair in January. So I tell I tell people that I make my hair two times in a year or three maximum. So I do a, a new year hair in January because Hamatan and natural hair, do, they don't go yeah. well together. So coming up into January, I usually just have like braids in. Yeah, braids because I don't wear weave on. I don't like weaves and I don't wear wigs. They are just not for me. But coming into January, Hamatan just always does the worst things to your hair. So... I have braids on until like mid-February when I take them out. Then I go on this dry spell whereby I just pack my hair and do whatever it is that I want to do with it. Then like in July, August, I'm like, hmm, it's not a bad idea. Let's do mid-year hair. So my sister and I were like, oh, let's do mid-year hair. And my sister goes, all right, I've not even had my first hair of the year. And we are <laughs> laughing about it. And my dad is just there sitting in the background giving us all sorts of sore eye looks like, what is wrong with my daughter that they cannot just be normal and make hair like everybody else. For my parents, my dad is very expressive about like your hair and yeah, he, he, he talks a little about your clothes but not as much as my mom. My mom has an opinion on every outfit that you wear every single That's day. Like it's, enge- it's, it's exhausting. And and I don't think, and I think why why I actually wanted us to talk about this is talk about how we have processed those criticisms and those feedbacks and how it affects like our relationship with our parents and our own relationships with fashion and with clothes and stuff like that. So for me, what it did to me was that I found some of those comments hurtful and I carried them around for a while and there are times that I will not talk to her after she badmouthed one of my outfits because for me I put so much effort <laughs> and thought into oh, wow. wearing the clothes and then she goes uh-uh, 
Tokyo Batsi Salemuda Minji. Clearly is the top. Oh and the bottom don't look alike. And everything is just not aligning. Please go and change, go and change, go and change. And you can't wear those kind of shoes. You need to. I'm like, but I have a right to express myself the way I wish to express myself. You have a right to accept it. And we age and time that just come to a point whereby when she goes, blah, 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 I'm like, okay, do you love me? I say, yes. You have to love my clothes and I go. <laughs> and then she's like, you're just very opinionated and stuff. And I'm like, no, we've had this back and forth literally since the minute I started dressing myself. And we just need to get to a place whereby our back and forth on my clothes does not damage our relationship. I think I've said too much at this point. So. Well, for me, it's like my my personal style mantra is comfort over everything. Yes, comfort. <laughs> comfort, comfort, comfort. It's like, why would I stress myself, to be honest? It's also why we're chosen. I don't believe in skirts, actually. But man's has got to comply with the forces of society. and Man's does not need to comply with the forces no. of society. Man's stress. I, 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 think, I think that's the first thing to, dis- to discuss. At what point do you decide when to comply and when to be unique we we know that to a great extent fashion generally is personal defined there are no like fashion is open-ended to an extent although society has its own norms uh probably work ethics um where you're working church religion things like that but to a huge extent it's still open-ended when do you decide when to stick to your style and when to comply. I think that's first. What do you mean by comply? What exactly Maybe are we not complying comply. To? Maybe just, you know, I don't know, like experiment with stuff. I like to think of it as experimenting. Okay, so because for me personally, it was understanding that the opinions did not matter. Like I could hear the stressful comments and just be like, yeah, but look, this is, I, I describe my style as like um, sophisticated hobo, which means like, I don't care. <laughs> I literally don't care. And um, my parents are like, no, you have two degrees. You should be dressing like someone that's grown up. And you should, you should, why are you wearing sneakers? Don't you have proper sandals like a normal girl? What's the definition like, of grown I up? I don't have sandals. I think the most men, insultive comments. I'm also not adult I think, enough, guys. I think the most insultive comments I've gotten this year, which actually rubbed off for me the wrong way, was that I wore pant trousers, which I always wear, anyways. Mm. And I wore a blouse, and someone goes, "Oh, you're trying to dress like a young madam." I'm like, "No, I'm just Sorry, wearing. What? I'm trying to she dress like, like a young, young madam. madam. That you look like a woman now." I'm like, "What the flip are you telling me?" All I did was wear what I wear any other day, and yeah, like I don't get it and stuff like that. And that's why I said, "What what what does, what does grown up mean in style?" So my first mantra with clothes is, "You need to be comfortable." So I don't wear stilettos. Yeah, they may look, yeah, they may nice. make certain outfits look better, but for me, comfort over aesthetics. I know that that is ridiculous. Aesthetic is important too, but for me, when I when I pick out an outfit to wear at the beginning of the day, it's like, am I comfortable? So I wear heels, but they are heels that I can beat my chest and say, I will wear these heels out in the morning, 8 a.m., and I will not take them off throughout the day. And I do that. And when I buy my shoes, heels or otherwise that's what i go to the market with at the back of my mind can i wear these shoes for the whole day i'm not going to buy myself some six inch stilettos that i'm looking for slippers a few minutes after and then just take the, the outfit back to zero after i was like at the 50 or something but that's it yeah um basically i think aesthetics are i think the concept of what is aesthetically pleasing in terms of style depends on the individual mm-hmm. like i like black i'm going to think i al- always like steadily consistently will forever rate all black as a whole vibe 
nothing can convince me otherwise. But some people, for some people, it's like, why are you wearing black? Are you sad? Why are you, are you mourning? Like, what's going on here? So instead, I think basically you understand that people have different opinions about what looks nice or what is aesthetically pleasing in terms of style or mm-hmm. clothing mm-hmm. or what's like what looks acceptable or conventional. That is that's it's different for everybody. So what I like, accepting that what I like is different from what my friends would rather like to right. see me wear is like this first step in owning how I choose to dress myself really for me. That's been the first step, basically. Yeah, and I think being be a personal person in the sense of you have your own opinion, you have an idea of yourself, who you are, it also um, tells in your fashion. Some people, they just the way they just follow anything in life or they're pursuing their dreams and some people also do that with fashion gets you just wear anything they want or wear anything what everybody's wearing but when it comes to the point where you say okay i'm wearing this because i like it i'm wearing this because there's i'm wearing this because i like it i'm wearing this because i'm comfortable in it sometimes i might like it but it's not comfortable i know people that they so like fashion and like now they like to wear hoodies yeah it might be they might be sweating but they would rather to that with it because that's what they like that's just uncomfortable but that's what they like i think liking something is a valid reason to wear it exactly so i think the reason the reason why i wouldn't wear something that's comfortable to me but makes me look horrible Hmm. i won't do that yeah yeah so i think there's still that leads to that level of compromise where you you still reason between comfort and preference sometimes what you like it's crazy and not comfortable. You have to say, you know, I would have loved to wear this, but I think we, we all make that decision. Our, our style is not an extreme of either one. And there's something I, I like to say when topics like this come in, and it's the way we talk about being flexible with everything. We should, like you said, be, be open to try things. Where, where it becomes a fight is when someone walks up to you and like, uh-uh. Like already said, ah, I like your um, you makes you look like a woman. I'm like, there are people that have bad style, terrible style. Mm-hmm. We know. Yeah, actually, you I know, think there's there's a line like there's sort of stuff that's universally. Have you ever spoken to somebody that you think that their style is terrible and they say they like it? I've never tried. Oh, okay. I think style is subjective. Now, yeah, of course I'm, it I'm, is. I'm it's edit, like yes, I'm adding to your point. I'm tr- I'm, tr- I'm adding to your point. It's very possible. I've seen people that they they like their style, but their style. Maybe not just you, but like everybody, like to a good large extent, they just say maybe the style is not fitting with their body shape or body size or that kind of thing or color or something, but they like it, they're comfortable with it. Where the line comes in is how you approach them in letting them know that their style can be better or okay. allowing them to try something new. We can all admit that there are times in which we didn't, we never liked something till we tried it. Mm-hmm. We tried it, then we liked it. It's possible we even spoke against it before we tried it. So what would bring us to the point where we'll be open enough to try it? If I if I make a suggestion to you in a derogatory manner, there's no way you try it. You even be more resistant Ex- towards it. Exactly. exactly. You're going to hold on to you more again. So I think it's being able to say, like every other thing, my style is evolving. The way my yeah. learning, my opinion, everything is evolving. It's how open I am to, and of course not like 
denying myself or what I like, not trying to please. I'm not going to wear anything to please anybody. Yeah. I'm going mm-hmm. to like wear it because I like it, because I'm comfortable in it. You get. So I think there's a balance to it. I don't know if I'm making any sense. I think so. I agree. I, I agree. Actually, I get. I get what you're saying. Basically, not being set in your ways about what you think is your <laughs> style or being and being open to new ideas. Is it Maracondo on Netflix that does Marie this? Kondo. <laughs> that does this if you don't. So it doesn't spark joy. Yeah, take it out. But before I came across Marie Kondo, there was this concept I, I, I came across on YouTube. Yeah, I watch a lot of YouTube. I need to stop. But um, it's about making a capsule, something called a, a capsule, oh, a capsule wardrobe. wardrobe. So y- last year, I started out with the idea to... I made a list of all the items that I wanted to have that I didn't think I had in my wardrobe. And I was like, okay, how many pairs of jeans do I have? How many t-shirts do I have? What styles of clothes flatter my body? And do I absolutely adore when I wear them? So I set out to buy certain pieces. And I really don't like buying a shirt because I don't have where to wear them to after. So I'm like, okay, how many weddings do you typically go to in a year? There are either close friends and families that I cannot turn down their ashoibi or there are people that someone just randomly goes, oh, all right, let's go to a wedding this Saturday. Yeah. I'm like, oh, fine. And so I decided, oh, I need one or two, three outfits for specific weddings and I needed to do a overhaul of my wardrobe. And the idea going into my own version of a capsule wardrobe was if I did not completely love it, I wasn't going to buy it. That was... If I did not completely see myself wanting to wear it every single day, then there was no reason for me to purchase that piece of clothing. And and that that really helped. Because what it then did was that I bought all these clothes and I wear all these clothes now, which I absolutely like. And it doesn't mean that my mom does not have a problem with them. But, <laughs> but I feel good when I wear them. So I wear them. And there are days where she goes, oh, I never thought that style of dress would be nice on you i'm like yeah it is nice let's move on from this conversation <laughs> yeah. but the thing is it, 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 it you need to leave room for that evolution yeah. in your style and here's the thing the items that i bought last year that i was so convinced that i was in love with that i have not worn at all this year so i was telling olaoludi is my sister by the way we share a room and she goes oh Let's ma- I was like, she was like, let's Marie Kondo our whole wardrobe because we have a lot of like items here that we no longer wear. And I'm like, yes, like there are certain dresses I can point at in that wardrobe that I wore almost every other week last year that I've not even worn this year because I don't think they express who I want you to meet when you see me for the first time or who I want to be when I put on an outfit. And for me, that's... Do you know, yeah. someone is going to argue with that. Hmm. Someone that's fighting for personal style and being comfortable in your skin are going to fight that. They will say you are trying to make and you are trying to give an impression of yourself to people. So no, yes, there's nothing wrong no, no, with no, that. No, 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 I no, think yeah. To, no, totally, totally. Yes, it's. I think it's just back to the point of emphasizing the importance of being you and that flexibility. Yes. So here's the thing, though. I get the understanding that all of us are going to be different and all of us are amazing and beautiful people. I don't think we should call it judgment. I think you should call call it more like personal branding and presentation of yeah. self. Because you may be this amazing, cool person, but because you show up with no deodorant one that day and your hair is, even though I like scruffy hair, but whatever, and, and your outfits are mismatched colors, for someone, 
your mismatch colored outfits is going to you need communicate to communicate as something else. Communicate as something else. Yeah. And for another person is going to communicate at, at a century and the person may want to come up to talk to you. Yeah. Yeah. So you need to understand that whatever it is you choose to adorn yourself with and you're going out or you're expressing yourself on a daily basis automatically reduces the number of people that get to meet you. Yeah. yeah, and I get to have discussions with you or get to know who it is that is amazing under all these layers of clothes. Yeah. So for me, it's not more around. I found myself working at my office and having to deal with external external clients all the time because I work in finance and in finance you're having to deal with like investment houses, you're dealing with like bankers and things like that. Here's what happens, or here's what tends to happen because I have a small frame and barely five feet tall like like five feet one inch tall i wear my clothes wear my flat shoes pack my hair up in a bone or whatever style it is that i've chosen to wear it in that day and what happens is the first thing that used to happen a lot when i walked into meetings were um where's your boss and i'm like there's no boss it's just me you are dealing with and they, then they go oh and it became a thing whereby i started asking questions like okay why are they going oh what's going on how am i dressed do I look like I'm dressed for the occasion? Yeah. In a new age thinking mindset, is more around, hmm, yes, the shock of finding out that they have to deal with me is going to, going <laughs> to. But the thing is that I can avoid those first 10 exactly. minutes of awkwardness in a meeting. I just get right into it. Exactly. And I can still find confines between what I believe is comfortable and what suits me to wear that is appropriate to that's, those see, meetings. That, see, that's beautiful. Uh, that, that's yeah. beautiful. And it doesn't take away from my expression or my personality or exactly. what I am as a person. It just takes away from the fact that I understand. Some Someone always says something to me that understand the politics that is operational at a place. Not because you want to partake in it. Because an understanding of it to make sure that you are guarded yeah, from the, the, the harms of it and yeah. you can navigate yeah. it better. So understand the, the way life works yeah. and understand it's because you want to make sure that you excel or you position yourself at a place whereby you can do better exactly that, i think i think that's that's very important that we actually need to emphasize that how it's important to have a personal style but understand how that personal style affects or works in different settings so you're going for a job um a job interview in a corporate environment that they, they are um white collar they wear their ties and suits and everything and you're going with your coffee and everything see no matter how loaded no matter how competent you are, or skilled they won't listen to you because i, I, then I, I may, can say i guess it, it might mean that that probably that's not the that's space. not the place for you to exactly. walk yeah so it's important to just know how to i think that there's two sides to it one is from everybody's point of view of me telling myself that I shouldn't judge somebody before you know, hearing what they have to say. Yeah. But it's also tell on everybody to say, what do I need to do to ensure that the in people that need to um, listen to me actually listen to me? Yeah. That I'm not even yeah. stumbling block. Or oh, you're not communicating the wrong things, things to with them, what you're wearing. There's one thing my mom will always fight me to tomorrow is to low cut your hair. Make, keep it low cut. I've kept low cuts and I, I have kind of like full hair now. I, I like my food. You hair. actually don't have full hair, but uh, like, like we'll take a picture and insert somewhere <laughs> on social media <laughs> for reference. Uh, uh, not okay, not like a uh, full blown afro, but I can't. My hair is not. You will be seeing my scalp or something. Your Yoruba women want you. Yeah, to have Yoruba mothers. They want you to have 
low cost. Like they want they want to almost see your scalp because that's the definition of a good boy. The people that keep full air to them are the garage boy, the area people, then to to having beards and things like that. But I kinda like the way the full air makes me look. I, I, I won't go I won't go into all that. But it's important to actually know how to navigate interest, personal style and um, the message you want to communicate. I think Boris said something that's very important as what's dressing. That is, you can have your personal style but conform it to different culture, different setting or different presentation. Okay, yeah. so, so yeah. for example, I had nails on before. They were pink nails with a lot of nail art on them. Because yeah. the person that does my nails does a lot of like art stuff and things like that. It was full on arty nails that explored my creative writer side and blah 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 so when i went to the studio because i got a lot of compliments on the nails they're like oh what's going on on your fingers are those your nails what did you do to them where did you get them done and stuff like that and i'm telling them and then i'm going back into the studio i'm like okay all right you spend the last three three or so weeks having so much on these nails maybe it's time to kind of tone it down a bit not tone it down because whatever it is that i'm now having on my nails does not express where i am it's just expressing another version of me yeah. or another layer of me. And if I'm going to, for me, because I function in two extreme worlds. Like, I like to write. I like art events, poetry readings. I like going to art galleries and all those other things. And I also work in finance. So I need to find a balance in my style that agrees to both professions. Because they are on two extreme ends of the spectrum. And... What my boss will always say is that even though I'm trying to find a balance, I always to find a way to ensure that both sides are expressed. Both sides are expressed. Yeah. So I can I can show up to work. I wear interesting buttons sometimes that says things like, um, I will work for small jobs or don't let anybody treat you like jollo um, like white rice you have jollof and things like that. Yeah. Or the book is better read a book today. So I have a lot of pins. So even if I'm wearing like some then I try to make I won't say they're avant-garde, but I try to... There's corporate chic. There are different kind of trousers that fit into the finance world, yeah. but I know your necessary typical... Conventional yeah. street coat. Straight yeah. coat jacket, because I will not be comfortable in yeah. that, even though I'm in the finance space. So you can tell that I'm trying to blend in in that space, but I'm still also tr- staying true to myself. So for this episode, all we're going to do is we'll have like pictures as to what we generally look like on a day-to-day, so that what it is that we are describing as our personal styles yeah. are kind of, like, communicated. Yeah. I can kind of see what we mean by, for me, whereby I say I live on two extremes. Like, Demi always just looks like I can sleep in this house right now. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's and fine. That's, that's me to actually, like, sleep, sleep in. But I think one thing I've picked from this, and I want people to pick from this as well, is being able to, in whatever style you've picked, make an effort yeah mm-hmm. that's, that's why i just ate already yeah the fact that she has that she, she won't dress like the conventional person you get because she's more on that creative and art space so that will push her to actually be conscious of okay how do i how do i okay i want to wear it i want to I have a meeting to attend i need to look corporate but i still want to be me artist in it so and sometimes a little like she said a little button can make all the difference get so I think whatever style you're picking, don't stand on the spectrum of laziness and just you have to take me because that's yeah, who I that's am. Yeah, that's why I am. I don't care. Okay, but mm-hmm. yeah, don't care about what don't care. Don't care about what don't other people about what say. say but, but at the same time, let's see that you actually care about 
who how you, you how, what you project who you are exactly yeah. yeah make sure that you care about that image you put forward so we can see it in the little effort and and i think we can also bring in the idea of not you don't have to break the bank to to actually no you look, don't yeah. but you just need to put a little intentionality a little effort a little thinking in, in it and i think with personal style personally um when you if you like how you feel in the clothes like if you, you, you what you're wearing makes you like walk straight stand taller like you feel more confident, confident yeah. then like hold on to those clothes basically yeah. because I, like that's why i like the maracondo thing i do it so often i'm always like expunging things from my wardrobe because i think my idea of myself my concept of self like changes over time yeah. so i'm always like oh yeah i like the shirt but now i'm not really like it's this isn't me anymore mm-hmm. so letting being okay with letting go of what you think yourself like your idea of self is and letting yourself feel good basically yeah. when you made reference to that it just reminded me of something so like i think that's going to be 2017 coming into 2018 i really liked box dresses so they i don't like fitted clothes that's one but i i just really like box dresses they went in ex- the only structure to the dresses were box but now i'm tending more towards still free dresses but with more structure and they have like more of an a shape or an outline or something like that so i'm not i'm not going to wake up and wear my old box dresses so i can as well either empty them out of my mm, wardrobe give them someone to appreciate it yeah and then when i get back into the headspace of oh i would really like to maybe try a box dress here or there and i can go out and buy it but i was telling my sister that i don't see myself liking box dresses and i don't know why she did not stop me from not wearing <laughs> box dresses because i don't know how i thought that they looked good on me <laughs> when i was wearing them and i think for us why we're talking about why i think i really wanted to talk about this is how like our home and our families really influenced us in how to get to a point where we're more certain about how we want to look and how we want to be addressed because like we love our parents but they can be so hard on how we choose to my mom no longer begs me to make my hair before she'd be like oh they're shinre, oh they're jaw like she's like really pleading i'm like boy it's not on your head <laughs> and i'm the one going out and now she doesn't anymore she's like ah you've not bought your condition i'm like no it's almost finished oh, yeah let's go and quickly buy it because you need to wash this your hair very soon and she's getting on board with with how i've chosen to express myself from head to toe and she's giving compliments and having questions and asking for fashion advice now yeah. now that she sees that i found my own and i have found my feet basically yeah. i found my own and i basically found my feet in what, we, what i want to do it's like my brother my brother dresses like i think he, he dresses like a rich homeless person i think that's the <laughs> word to use he just wears like sounds like i wear yeah yeah that's that that, that basically <laughs> describes how he dresses Permanent t-shirts, sometimes chinos, off seasons. You can then say, "Oh, we have a we are reaching rich people today, so I'm going to wear this linen bubanshoro and steal my dad's shoes because he doesn't wear like proper shoes and stuff like that." But that's interesting because that's just how he chooses to express himself and is comfortable yeah. doing that. And then he's a software engineer, so that that yeah. just blends yeah. well. Yeah. So you can pick certain professions and then be arguing about and why <laughs> why yeah. you cannot do yeah I yeah so yeah so that so that's just it. I think for someone that is wondering, okay, how do I how do I uh, balance the parental pressure or like pressure in the house on how i should look 
as against to what I want, how I want to look or how I feel about a look. I think one thing is if you are sincerely making efforts in showing and presenting your style to become obvious to a point that they will accept you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why I picked from Ore. If she's actually not making a natural air look nice, if she's not like conditioning and doing all that, they will keep shouting, go and make your air, go and make yeah. it because whatever it's on her head is not presentable. Okay, but if they see her actually okay, she conditions her air regularly, you know, she puts it in the bond. When she's going out, she probably packs it and everything. Then they're like, oh, okay. That's what maybe she's not on the she's not she might not make her hair she might not braid or put on wig and everything but what she has on she's putting effort in actually making it look good then they're gonna accept yeah guys you don't like to cut your hair you like your hair full but you trim it like you go take it for grooming from time to time your beards are not all just unkept and everything they at a point they will accept that so I think for people wondering where do i just accept and follow what they want as against our like or if you make enough effort in showing your style presenting your style well if you're not just untidy or just um carefree about it they will see it and accept but for somebody that either ways they are holding on to do it like this what do they do i don't know No, now you can. There's a point in there that you have to stand up for yourself and just be like, yeah, this is what I like. Peace, man. If you don't accept it, I'm out. <laughs> well, you can't leave if you're <laughs> if you live with your parents. You're just like, I'm sorry. Please take me back. But yeah, I think, I mean, when you're, you get to an age where you have to just communicate to your parents, I don't really. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Here, yes. Like, no, no there's a way. I think there's, I think there's a, a way you, you can. I, I think like there's a little bit of financial freedom from your African parents. Yeah, yeah. it gives you more rep. No, it gives you a wiggle room to start having yeah. certain yeah, conversations. Exactly. Yes. No, the last time my mom asked me to call my hair, I told her, see, I said we want me to lie to you. So if you want me to lie to you, that's okay. But you know I'm not going to lie to you. I won't tell you I will do it and not do it. So the air on top of my head is what you're going to see the next time you see me. So she just... So yeah, I think she, she went quiet. Then, no, she can she did not play. So I'm your mother. You you are not saying that your mother cannot talk to you anymore. <laughs> Say, <laughs> Say no to guilt tripping. Oh god, they know how to No, do but I think oh. obviously it's a conversation that you will need to have because you can't you are an individual, like it is your life at the end of the day and you're going to be more responsible. You can't be in that space like, yeah, it's because my parents told me that's why I'm here today. Like this is, you have to own your decisions and people can tell you what they, what they think their opinion is. And at the end of the day, it's up to you to make decision yeah. and own that decision. So if yeah. you can't, if it's not something that originates from you personally, like you, you can have a conversation with your parents and explain, and they explain to you why they think this yeah, and you that, tell that them, why, that why, like pay attention to the why and just tell them, yeah. I get what you're saying. I hear you, but this is also why I do this. And you can find the middle ground and everybody's happy yeah. and they make it sure that you can objectively like t- own and accept and you're not like sad and bitter and uncomfortable like they hold it because you made, you made yourself wear this clothes that your mother bought for you. And it's like, why aren't you wearing that skirt that I bought you? And like, yeah. Yeah, basically, don't let your parents buy you clothes when you're 20, man. <laughs> no, don't. <laughs> Do not. <laughs> All right. Yeah. yeah. So we're signing off now. Yeah. I think we've overthought the issue of personal <laughs> Yeah. <stuff>. We've overflogged <laughs> it. was supposed it. to be casual. Yeah. And then we've gone Zoom. So really, what we are saying is, one, express yourself, but also understand how life works and where life meets expression, really. And also, own your expression. So if 
you've chosen an outfit or you've chosen something and you have a bad style choice own it celebrate it and know that with every other aspect of your life your personal style too is always evolving yeah. so yeah. let yourself be allowed to grow in that space of personal style experiment so, yeah experiment try on black eyeliner if you've never done that before yeah don't be like me i don't own any makeup yeah have fun yeah. yeah so until next time this has been the overthinker yep. Yeah, so we should mention her name. Thank you, Tolu and Tolu. And Tolu. She's already. And I'm dummy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you get the drift. Bye bye. Bye.